Ready? Let's do it. All right. Episode two. Well, really, let's just call it episode one, because in the last episode, we just, we weren't sure what we were doing. We just hit record <laughs> at first. We then just wanted to figure, see if we could put it online, see how any of it would even work. So it kind of got off to a very sloppy start. It was floppy all over the place. We immediately jumped into transgenders. It was floppy all over the place. So let's call this one episode one, part two. Yeah, and episode one, part we two. Also, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Yeah. So we should probably do that. I'll say, I'm Riley McNeil. I'm Ben McNeil. We're brothers. We talk shit. We talk sports all of the time. We're in debates all of the time. Usually, they're about sports. And we figured, why not just record them? And why not just put it out as a podcast? If we get a couple listeners... Sweet. If not, we're still having a good time. We're doing what we do anyway. Yeah, exactly. We're going to sit here and talk regardless of the yeah. situation. Might as well put a microphone on and see what the fuck happens. See, see, like see they who say, likes uh, us. 2020 is the, or uh, let's start a podcast is the 2020 version of let's start a band. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if anyone's listening. It's just a good time. <laughs> figuring out all this shit. Yeah. So, um, so I was thinking... We'll just do our normal, me and you, sitting, talking shit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, usually it circles around sports. Won't always, but it'll be usually Some sports because yeah. that's pretty much all we watch. Like, like I told you today, that uh, that Bob Menry guy, Yeah, he has a he calls it a sports podcast. Like he's in the sports category, Yeah, but it's called Zapped. And all he does is like drink a lot and like get fucked up all the time. Okay, well, we got that part down. And then like he, he, in, he interviewed like... Uh, the guy who shot Osama bin Laden, he interviewed yeah. the wolf, the real Wolf of Wall Street. Like, not a sports podcast. Exactly. Like he's just his- under the sports category. Exactly. Because every once in a while he talks about sports. Like the history of hyenas. They'll do an episode about Margaret Thatcher and not even say her name once. Have to do a second episode because they didn't even say her name once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why, we'll why just, the fuck not? We'll just do that. And then I think also it'd be sick if we could go to like TikTok and Twitter and stuff and people comment, like, sports takes or whatever, like Jim Rome style. Yeah. Where people come in with a hot take, and then we can either we agree or trash them, or we have our <laughs> own debates, and people can either, like, comment on our debates. Like, it'd be sick if we even had, like, fucking 20 people comment something, or 20 people watch, or whatever the fuck, yeah. and then just have that, like I said, like, that Jim Rome style, that interaction where they can agree or hate on us, we can agree or hate on them, and we just, yeah. kind of like what me and you do all the time, yeah. but then we can just also do it but the, but the majority of the, the majority of the time we just call people idiots. Of course, because most of the, most of the time they're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> most, most people are. How, how many people are alive today? Do you think because it's easy? Like it's hard. Like back in the day, a lot of these mouth breathing morons would just be eaten by like a saber toothed tiger or something. You know what I mean? Like Bill Burr says, you're in the grocery store and there's a guy standing there. Now, did I want the low fat sugar the chicken noodle soup or the low salt? And we have we already have enough of you. There, there's a hundred of you. This guy's a fucking moron. He would have been taken out by something in the past. Got yes. a splinter and infected and died. It's too easy to not die. We got a lot of morons. And now it's spilled over into sports and we got a lot of moron sport takes that we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... I'm uh, sure a lot of people think ours are more on sports takes, too. Oh, exactly. If anyone listens, it would be sick, <laughs> but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that disagree. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then... Uh, so do you want do you want to talk about um, the comments that we did, that we have already gotten? Do you want to pull up... 
want to do that okay. like now or do you want to wait? I don't know. Because last time, like, we just, we started talking about sports, but it really wasn't anything relevant. No, we talked about transgender women. We kind of talked UFC. about what happened in the UFC, <laughs> but, like, we didn't really talk about it. And we kind of talked about football, but we didn't really talk about it. Yeah. Like, if we're going to talk about sports, we might as well do things that have, are relevant. Yeah. And in the weekend, something incredible happened in the UFC. The lightweight division's on fire. And now we yeah. know who's playing in the Super Bowl. So we might as well talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. The uh, the middleweight division is on fire. Lightweight. Sorry. Yeah. Lightweight. Because yeah. now Michael Chandler comes over, fucks up Dan Hooker, so he's a serious contender. Was he did he was he the Bellator <laughs> guy or was the guy who got knocked out the Bellator? He was the Bellator guy. Champ forever. The guy who won? Yeah. Okay. Because so Bellator yeah. doesn't have a good record in transferring over to the UFC. No. So I, I just assumed that, that was that it was the and Bellator the, guy the that got way, knocked out. The, transferring from UFC to Bellator, those guys all have great careers. Yeah, UFC's the better... Eddie, Eddie Alvarez went back on top. Yeah, there's the, it's the better league. Yeah. It's like NFL to CFL. But like Chandler was such a beast over there that now coming over to the UFC and winning and winning in the way that he did, really like... So now you have another serious contender. Dana won't give up the belt from Khabib. He's still forcing him to For come what, back. Why? It'd be like, like I said, it'd be like giving Mike Tyson the heavyweight belt right now. <laughs> no, If you're a lightweight fighter in the UFC, how do you become the champ the guy who has the belt is retired and the last thing he said was he doesn't want to disappoint his mom yeah and you're sitting around waiting it's already just been, trying to force him just just waiting for him to agree mm-hmm. you think you're going to take those dagestanian guys and he says something like i don't want to disappoint my mother you think you're going to make him walk back on that yeah yeah exactly do you know how much that means to him when yeah. he says that she's going to like have to be at the fight if he ever does come back like a priest, <laughs> and Saint Connor's gonna have to walk by, she'll have to sprinkle him with water or something for the comeback in order for Khabib to fight him. I, th- I mean, I think he eventually will come back, but I mean, you gotta strip the belt. Because like Michael Chandler comes back, and I think what he did to Hooker, I think he did it on purpose because he's normally a ground and pound. Like, I figured what my thought was he was gonna take him down because Hooker's tall and long mm-hmm. and a good brawler, and he's gonna take him down and just Khabib him or Tito Ortiz him, beat the shit out of him on the ground. Until he gets a submission or something. Yeah, yeah. But I think he was going for more flashy because with Connor losing, Poirier is clearly the best in the lightweight division. You can't, on paper, he's the best. Mm-hmm. You can't argue that. Mm-hmm. Now, Chandler's a serious contender. The McGregor the McGregor Poirier rematch, serious contender. Nobody's talking about Tony Ferguson, who's also a serious contender. Yeah. With Connor losing, the lightweight division's on fire right now. Yeah. Did you hear they were going to do, well, someone said, I don't know, someone said that the. Uh, they would do the the part three, like yeah. uh, McGregor. They both said it. Yeah, but it would be for the for the tel- for the title. They would have to. But how how can you how how can Connor lose a match, and the reward yeah. is a title shot? The original should have been for they should have stripped Khabib. A Saturday night should, Saturday have been, should have been, been for, the for, the, for the title. Yes, and then the rematch would also be for, he could put the belt on the line again. Exactly, exactly. But Poirier should right now be the light, undisputed lightweight champ. Yeah, he even it said should it, have, after, it should have been a title fight. Exactly. He even said it after the fight. Right now, Connor and I are the best in the division. This is the fight everyone wants to see. The winner should be champ. That's what he said. He's like, Khabib's retired. I'm the champ. He just called himself the champ. Yeah, like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did see that. I did see that. He's on a crazy win streak. Like Hooker, who just lost to Chandler. He was in a war with him earlier this, uh, or late last year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's uh, other than the Khabib, he was he's he's on a good like fucking streak. 
He's just not very good at the uh, interviews and stuff. If he was charismatic like Connor, this guy would be yeah, a superstar. Yeah. He's yeah, beating yeah. up everybody. And now he knocks out Connor, like knocks him out. Yeah, he put him on his ass. Those the memes of Connor sleeping <clears throat> in the octagon. Yeah, hilarious. Those are hilarious. But I think Connor talking after the fight, saying it's like ring rust and stuff. Like in the first round, Connor hit him with a left, and then followed up with that like looping. It's like an uppercut hook. Mm-hmm. It's like a hook that comes from his waist, yeah. and it landed flush. And Poirier, stu- he like you know stumbled. His legs were a little shaky under him. But when Poirier was able to recover and grapple and do the right things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the second round, when Poirier did that to Connor, he was unable to. He Connor didn't. Got he, shook. he had yeah. the ring rust. He got. He just. He fell back into defense mode. And then Poirier, with all of his experience and all, he he's fought what four times in the past year and a half, five times maybe. Yeah. With all that experience, he was able to just step in and pick him apart. Like when we were watching it, there was that moment there, where he has Connor hurt, but he doesn't rush in. He doesn't go psycho. And he throws a right, and it lands clean. And we're like, this is serious. Seriously, he's in trouble. Connor's, he's in, in, trouble. Connor's in real, real yeah. trouble. Yeah. And then he hit him with the real right, right down the middle that just sat him on his ass. Yeah. Fucking incredible Wild. fight, man. Wild. Incredible fight. Yeah. I think I, the world was shocked. The UFC world, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the whole lightweight division is no, no, fire I, now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, even, like, even today at work, like... Guys who I know don't watch UFC yeah, true. were like, wow, as if Conor got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was bigger than the UFC for sure. Well, Conor's bigger than the UFC. Yeah. He's their number one star of all time. Yeah. For money bringing in. That's why I was shocked that Dana didn't strip Khabib. Because he loves Conor so much. If Conor's their cash cow, if this was a title fight, it would probably have... Maybe even gotten more. It, it did great pay per views. It was. I think it was the. I think they said it was the second best all time. Really? Yeah. Wow. One point six million pay per views. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Do you know what the record is? Uh, Connor Khabib. Connor Khabib. Do you know how much they had? No, I guess two point something like one million more than that. Two point one, two point two. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't quite two point one, so it was two million. Yeah, and some. And then you look over at boxing, and it's Floyd with four million, three million, three million point, three point three yeah. million. Yeah, he has of the top. I think he has four of the top five. For but, but Connor has all of the top five for UFC. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so it's Dana not, definitely should have paid him that respect to put the belt on the line for him. True, like I don't Saturday. think I agree with. Like if it was me, I wouldn't have. You wouldn't have but made, made that title fight? I thought you said you would have. The guy fought for 40 seconds in the past three years. Yeah, but I thought you said Saturday should have been for the interim Dana, belt. If I was Dana, I would have definitely done that. Yeah. As a fight fan, I'm like, you got to do, Connor, your name doesn't give you a title Oh, shot. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to, no matter who you are, you got to earn that. Mm-hmm. And I also think it would have been better for Connor to have maybe fought Dan Hooker instead. Like, I think Chandler coming and fighting Hooker was a great choice. Because it shows what he can do. He did it in a spectacular fashion. Like, I think Connor coming right back for what was probably the two best lightweights fighting. That's your comeback yeah. fight? Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I was. We were one of the ones who bought it. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm yeah. in Connor's corner, I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe throw us another Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. So, whoever, yeah. The, whoever the lightweight version of that is. Yeah. Throw us a fucking, you know, a stepping stone fight. Like You love Cowboy Cerrone, though, don't you? Well, as I'm a big fan of his, yeah. yeah. On Rogan and stuff. As, as a guy, 
I fucking love him, and the way he fights, uh, I fucking love. Him. I don't, I don't know like him outside of boxing or outside of UFC. I just know he's overrated as a UFC he's, fighter. I don't think he's really overrated. I think he's perfectly rated as an average fighter. Like I don't think people see he's him. Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, he's Hall Hall of Fame not because not because of his fights. He's oh, Hall, yeah. he's Hall of Fame because of how long he's been able to do it. All of his records put him in the Hall of Fame. Well, most stoppages. Well, I wonder what they all are. Well, yeah, but that's like if you have the most amount of fights ever, you're going to have all yeah, those so records. You're knocking him because he's a monster. Well, and you he fights on short notice. You you knock LeBron James for having a longer career than MJ and scoring more points. You say, yeah, sure, of course, he's going to have more points. He played longer. True, but so of course Cerrone's going to have Cerrone's all of these now. Oh, I know. Of course, Cerrone... MJ played way back then. They were, MJ and LeBron are two separate generations. MJ and um, Cerrone and McGregor are same generation. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's fighting longer and fighting more is just a like it would be like Le- comparing LeBron to someone who's playing in the NBA now. No, but I'm I mean, saying it's unfair for to compare to LeBron to players from way back in the day. Like MJ smoking cigars and ripping lines and stuff. <laughs> if he had LeBron James sports science, <laughs> his like LeBron's prime was like 24 to 34. Mm-hmm. MJ's prime was like 27 to 32. Yeah. If MJ had LeBron's sports science and his prime was 5 years longer, he would have just as much points. It's not a knock on LeBron by any means. I'm just saying, like, LeBron's third all-time in scoring. He's first when, when LeBron eventually does become second or first all-time in scoring. He's going to become first all-time yeah. scoring. I, I don't think it's, like, as impressive as Shaq putting up 35,000 or whatever. Because they yeah. had less knowledge on, like, like I said, LeBron's prime was 10 years compared to their four or five years. Mm-hmm. They all played long careers, but like LeBron is fucking pretty much still in his prime. Yeah, like I, he doesn't show signs of retiring. Like no, after so this season or anything like that, or even like he doesn't even show signs of being one of those guys who's who Derek Fisher's themselves and jo- Gold joins a good team <laughs> at the end. And yeah, Vince Carter plays short minutes and stuff like that. He's not he's, near that. He's age still yet. your number one guy. Yeah. So like I, I so he has however long left of being the number one guy, plus like plus a couple of years three of being seasons a three seasons yeah. of coming off the bench yeah and then though you one Bronis season has never in. coming off the bench <laughs> yeah no you Bronis is still on the Heat oh yeah like uh, who's the guy <laughs> like, from the uh, <laughs> Jawan Howard was on the Heat when he like he had grandkids. <laughs> they did the same to you Bronis man he's sta- he, he's he's still in like the getup. Still in, yeah. Like as if he's going to come yeah. out and What's play. What's his name? Uh, Jawan Howard was dressed as a player and literally just coaching and like handing players waters. But he had this, he had the sweats. The, the jumpers on. Yeah. yeah. No, but like, so I say that about LeBron because MJ played so long ago. You can't say that about Cerrone because he fought at the same time as McGregor. The fact that he fights so then is just proof that he's a warrior. It's like comparing MJ to Dennis Rodman. Like, you know, they played in the same era. Yeah. Cowboys, just because he has all these records because he fought a lot, because he's a fucking beast and would fight on yeah, short notice. But how many times did he fight McGregor? Once. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. 40 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, well, One time. Yeah. He fought, and, it was, and it was McGregor's return, right? Like, he's... And the, this guy's been in the UFC for 20 years or however long he's yeah, been in there. And Connor comes back. 
first fight back in the UFC, right? That was his first one back after Mayweather? That was his first one back after a long time, yeah. He's retired a bunch. I'm not exactly sure what no, no, yeah. retirement was, but I yeah. think, yes, I think it was his yeah. first one back after the Mayweather, after slapping the old man, after all that. I think it was yeah. his first, first one. Yeah, first one back. And you dusted this guy. You beat the... He, like, it was pretty quick and over pretty fast. Dude. Yeah. And Cerrone, I don't even... Maybe threw one or two shots. So if you're comparing him <clears throat> to fighting Connor nowadays... Oh, he's look, much look worse. How, look how trash he is. He's much worse. Yeah. But I'm like... But, but like, uh, because Floyd Mayweather beat the piss out of Ricky Hatton doesn't mean Ricky Hatton sucked. No, but everybody's beating the shit out of Cerrone. Everyone beat the shit out of Ricky Hatton, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Ricky Hatton didn't suck. He got the shit kicked out of him by uh, Canelo, by um, Manny, and by Floyd. So he's 0-3. Like, you can fight bums, but if you're 0-3 and the ones that count, But he also, that sucks. like, no one, no, but nobody's saying Cerrone's, like, an all-time great. Well, you just said he's a Hall of Famer. Of course. Yes, yeah, but I'm, but I'm, ballot Hall of Famer. But I'm not, of like, I'm saying he's not good at, like, they're just putting him in the Hall of Fame. Roethlisberger's Hall of Famer, but he's not all-time great quarterback. He's a great quarterback, 100%, but he's not all-time but he's also first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's Cerrone. He's middle of the pack of greatness. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not all-time great, but, but I he feel, beat up I, a lot of good fighters. I feel like, I feel like a lot of He had a really people... good career. He beat up a lot of good fighters, and he had a lot of really good fights that he lost. Like, he had a lot of wars. He was always very entertaining. Yeah, I feel like he... Um, I feel like people give him way more credit than they should. I don't think people give him all that much credit. I think people look at him, like I said, like a Ricky Hatton, like a good, really good stepping stone. If you beat up Cerrone, you're a good fighter. A lot of good <laughs> fighters beat him up. Yeah, like he would He's be- like a benchmark. He beats everyone below him. So, he so beats the shit out of. Everyone above <laughs> him is really beats good. Beats the shit out of him. But they're really good to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I said, middle of the pack of the really good fighters. Yeah, he's got a tier yeah. above him. He's he's second tier, but he's very first in line second tier, and I think that's where everyone kind of has him. Yeah, and okay. I f- I feel like don't people. I feel like people don't put him in second tier. I'm fine with him being the tops of the second tier, but I think people put him in like as if he's no people. Put he's, him, he's people the, just uh, love him because he's hilarious and he's a really good guy. Oh, they okay. love him for all of his stuff outside the octagon and stuff. Uh, but, like, if you ask anyone in the world who's a UFC fan right now, like, name the top five active best active fighters in the UFC. Cerrone's not on that list. Name no. your top ten best active fighters right now. Cerrone's not on that list. No. So think, I think the average person or the average UFC fan ranks him exactly where he should be. Okay. Of the lightweight division, he's probably worthy of being in top seven, eight, nine, ten, pretty much at all times throughout his career and never really higher than that and never really lower than that. Because if you beat him up, you're a really good fighter. Because he's beating up everybody else. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's as good as people say. I think he people is. are just fans of his because he's awesome. Yeah, he's on Rogan talking about scuba diving and skydiving and chewing tobacco, and he always has his kid around, and he's got the ranch, and he's just like your really good blue collar American. He's your all American. He's your all American guy. Friends with Rogan. Mm. Yeah. Can't get much better than being friends with Rogan. Yeah. Did you see that? That's uh, like being a disciple. (laughs) 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 You're friends with Jesus, bro. (laughs) 
I do whatever Rogan tells me to. <laughs> Did you see that? He moved video? to Texas for my sins. Because <laughs> we live in Canada, we're socialists. He moved to Texas for my sins. <laughs> Did you see that uh, that TikTok today? Which one? Um, it was like a guy guy walking and he's like, dear, uh, he's like, I got questions for straight, for straight people, for straight, for straight dudes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, um, why do you guys clap louder than anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you, why do you like listen to, uh, or, and like, just do whatever the hell Joe Rogan says to do. <laughs> yeah, I saw a TikTok. It was a fake voter ballot. And it had Trump and Biden. And it was the sound of someone crying. And they put in the voting ballot Joe Rogan and checked that. <laughs> <laughs> crying between choosing between Trump or Biden. So then they just chose Rogan instead. Yeah. And then... Uh, what else? Football? Football, there's a... Yeah, I guess if we're going to try and be relevant. Yeah. It's as good a segue as any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. know, man. Brady wins. Brady wins. Period. I don't care how. I don't care. Brady wins. Yeah. It's going to be really hard for me. I, I was saying Kansas City the whole time after this season. It's really hard for me to say anyone other than Brady. And the fuck, the a football life they would make of this story of him winning all his rings in New England <laughs> and then going to Tampa, being the first home team to ever host a Super like actually winning Tampa Bay their first Super Bowl, Super Bowl in forever yeah. in Tampa Bay. It would be wild, man. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be crazy. I still think he, Mahomes uh, is going to get it done, but that would be fucking wild. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You can never bet against Brady. You can never bet against Brady. And a lot of people, like I said, I got a guy at uh, that I work who's a Green Bay Packers fan. Yeah. So the worst kind of person. <laughs> and all he talks about is how Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. Aaron Rodgers had more yards. Aaron Rodgers outplayed Brady. Aaron Rodgers, all of this bullshit. Saying shit like, oh, I hope if Patrick Mahomes outplays Brady like Rodgers did, then at least the Chiefs will win. Like, whiny <laughs> little bitch. And like, like I was saying to you earlier, um... Tom Brady threw three interceptions in a row, and Aaron Rodgers put up six points. Turned, yeah. Brady is too good. His offense holds the ball for too long. They're too good that if they give you those three gifts, and yeah, the Green Bay Packers defense great played great to get those interceptions. You know, you have to play good. Yeah. I'm not giving it's yeah. not just Brady playing bad. But if Brady gives you those three fucking chances, you gotta you put up points. Yeah. Yeah. But bad job by the Green Bay defense at the play right before halftime. The last play. V-bad. V-bad. Like, how how are you? That was like when the Jets went, they were on the verge of getting their first win of the season. Hail Mary situation. And they did, they did engage eight. Yeah, everyone blitz. Everyone blitz. <laughs> and the, the wide receiver wide open catches the hail. Like, it wasn't even a Hail Mary attempt. It was like. And lobbed it over Just a heads. deep pass to him. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we're just playing catch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tom Brady did that with eight seconds left in the first half. And like, okay, see ya. Green Bay. What the fuck are you doing? See ya. Yeah. But then to like uh, not put up any points. So like I was saying to him, because he's saying Rodgers outplayed him. Like the stats don't mean anything. 
right? I mean, they mean a lot, but they don't mean everything. Like uh, I said to him, Roethlisberger had a record for postseason completions, 47 completions or something, yeah. 500 yards against Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have taken Baker Mayfield's day over Roethlisberger's <laughs> day. I'd take all of those stats and shove them up your ass. The way he started the game with the fumble touchdown, the interceptions, the fumbles, the, the turnovers, the way he started the game, I don't give a fuck if we threw for 700, make it 60 completions. I don't give a fuck. The stats don't mean everything. He, he did not play well. Yeah. He came back. He played great in the second half. Yeah, you guys still put up what, matter. like 40 points? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Everyone, well, you want to hate on the defense? Yeah. The first 21 points that they scored is the offense's fault. Yeah. So it was like they put there up 40 was, points. No, they put up 20 points. The offense gave them 21 points. Yeah. They they had like three drives start in the red yes. zone. Yes. If the offense didn't, the, yeah, all three turnovers in the first half were in our own end. Mm-hmm. Two of them were literally starting either in the red zone or like inside the 30. Mm-hmm. Can't so, win. Can't win. When can't you win. Do. I don't give a fuck how many points you put up after that. Mm-hmm. I don't like Mike Tomlin as a coach. I do. Been there forever. Not a huge fan of his. He, so the issue was always um, Le'Veon Bell sat out, Antonio Brown That's turned, turned into. That's office, though. They don't care about anybody. No, no, I know. I know. But you got rid of those two guys because they were, they didn't fit the Steelers' culture. That's, right? not, the, like, that's not the first time they've done not, that. That's not how the Steelers yeah, roll. That's not right? how the Steelers roll. Yeah. So they got rid of them. Chart Paul and who do they have now? They have two TikTok stars, and they couldn't get it done. Mm. So those guys are going to get cut because they're not playing Steelers style football. But I don't not know. not get cut, but you you know what I mean, like. Yeah, no, I disagree. They, I think they, like they, everyone, everyone, they got rid, and everyone was so pissed at Antonio Brown and so pissed at well, Antonio Bell. Brown. Fucked up for a long time. Yeah, but not he didn't do anything wrong to the Steelers organization. No. Well, Just except the demanding man. like mid contract, demanding more money and sitting out and stuff. Yeah, he's the, he was easily hands down easily course, the best wide receiver. But that's what league. I mean when I say that's not the Steelers' culture. They don't. You want to sit out? The Steelers' front office has always been like exactly okay, fine, exactly. So how long until that's Juju's? Fault. How long until Juju's uh, TikToks and Chase Claypool's TikToks become too much of a distraction? Like they became a huge distraction this season. The the, the Juju the dancing, dancing yeah. on the logo that was a huge distraction for them. Yeah, Steelers are not going to put up with that. Of course not. Nobody would. But it seems like all the time this happens. So maybe Tomlin's not the guy. Maybe. But I don't know. He's been there forever. He's won two Super Bowls. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. But I think he I think he lets the players get away with a lot. I don't like that. Be, I, he, I find the Steelers to be very, very... That's what I like about him. I find them to be very disciplined, no-nonsense bullshit. Like the Cowboys sign everybody. It, the Cowboys' yeah. a prerequisite is having a criminal record. <laughs> Anyone who gets... Like, the Cowboys were fighting for Antonio Brown. I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying, <laughs> when Pac-Man was a free agent, they fought they, for they him. Like they, yeah. Michael Irvin, they, 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 they love these guys. Yeah. But I, the Steelers aren't like that. I, don't, I find them to be pretty no-nonsense. That's one of the things I like about them. Yeah, eh? Yeah. They, they, no, they do, but they seem to have... They are 100% no-nonsense. But they seem to have a lot of players that have nonsense. They seem... Well... The NFL's full of nonsense. Yeah. They call it the no-fun league. I'm a little leaning towards more of a no-fun league. <laughs> <coughs> I like the Steelers' old-school ways where, like, uh, 
Joey Porter would knock you out in practice if you showed up late, if you fucked around. Like, yeah. There, and there I'm not was sure actually that, no nonsense. Yeah, and I'm not sure that's happening now. There's no, that's not happening anywhere. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true, too. Like, uh, you think Juju would be dancing like that on uh, Heinz Ward receiving core? On the logo before the game. Yeah, not a chance. Going on TikTok and saying that everyone wants me to stop, but I'm just going to be me. You think Heinz Ward would put up with that? Yeah. You think Joey Porter would put up with that? James Harrison would break his phone in half in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, James. I think James Harrison is an underappreciated uh, linebacker. Yeah. I mean, like he was really... One of the all-time greats at his position. He, he was really, really good. Like but that, like they, that's goat. That's great all time. At outside yeah. rush linebacker, like get to the quarterback rush end that whole whatever it is rush end linebacker. Whatever. If you're in three four, he's a linebacker. If you're in a four three, he's an end. That yeah. that position. Yeah. He's like one of the greatest of all time. You got like Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, but he was a, he was like a legit linebacker. Lawrence Taylor. Well, so was Harrison. Harrison often. No, but Harrison was always down. Harry's all. He, he, he was always down. In. He got the ninety-nine yard interception. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess he did get into coverage. Yeah. They both played like a rush end who would also like an outside linebacker in a three-four defense. Yeah, you're kind yeah, of on true, the line, true, but you're a linebacker true, who plays true. on the line. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And of that build, who who was the guy on Green Bay with the douchebag with the long flowing hair? <laughs> No sunshine. <laughs> Clay Matthews. Yeah, of those guys. Harrison's one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Yeah. The best by far is Bruce Smith. I don't know who that is. What? Bruce Smith? Yeah. You don't know who Bruce Smith is? Like, when did he play? He's the all-time leader in sacks. Is that the guy who, like, would slap people in the ears and shit? <laughs> no, no. The guy who no. the term sack? <laughs> Did he play when I watched football? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, but like you would have been really young because he like his last season he was in Washington for the uh, for like his last two years and he retired in like two thousand and one or two thousand and two. Yeah, I don't know the name. He was the Bills defensive end for like for he was their oh, yeah, he was like their first round. One of the best all time is a Buffalo Bill. He's the all-time leader in sacks. Never heard of him. Of everybody. It's wild that you haven't heard of him. You mean Michael Strahan? <laughs> no, he's just a season. He, he has the all-time in one season. Yeah, he has 200 career sacks, Bruce Smith. Wild. Yeah, and you never heard of this guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm probably half, but... He's a Hall of Famer. They've done a football life like, on him. They've... Steelers won in what? Was it 2002? I was like 10 years old. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, he Bruce, fi- I don't remember Bruce Smith dominating when I'm six. No, he dominated through the 90s. Exactly. And I was then born like, in 92, so he dominated when I was an infant. Yeah. Just a little bit before my time. Yeah. But he, obviously because I'm a Bills fan, but he, like, he, he should be considered the best of all time. If you have the most amount of sacks You're of any pass rusher, would you, you not can, can be considered you, the best of the pass rushers? How else do you really figure it out? Yeah. Like, 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 who's the best at sacking the quarterback? Um, the guy who has the most, most sacks. <laughs> yeah. Not like, never had to worry about going into coverage, just straight yeah, yeah. rushing the quarterback yeah, all yeah. the time. He had like, of his 200 sacks, like 190 of them were in Buffalo. <laughs> 
And then, like, he finishes the career out in, in Washington for a couple seasons. That's one of those positions, like, I try and play on Madden. Yeah. And, it's, you know, I want to be a rush end and try and create a James Harrison character or whatever. But even 200 sacks or whatever is an insane amount of sacks. You spread it out. Okay, even uh, Strahan's 22 and a half in one season. In 16 games, 22 and a half. That's insane. That's over a sack a game. Yeah. But the defense still has to do like 60 plays. <laughs> and you're making one, maybe two. <laughs> it's boring as shit to play like on sitting on your couch. Because there's no battle and stuff. You know, the battle is just pressing a button. It's boring as shit. Like even 200 in a season. One and a half a game for your whole career or whatever. Yeah. Crazy impressive. Boring as shit. If you're trying to do like I was saying. I don't know, man. It's always. It's like baseball. Bet 300. You're failing 70% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's why I like playing offensive line. I won every time. Like 98% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, you ha- you obviously, like the way the NFL is going nowadays, you have to have a, a pass rusher. You have to be able to. Of course. Like, it's, that, that position is becoming more times. and more important. Yeah. Roethlisberger threw it over 60 times. Yeah. I forget. I think, I think it might have been Jim Rome said, like, you know how, um, how Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and Michael Irvin were the triplets. Mm-hmm. So you needed those three positions. And that's how football was ever since. Mm-hmm. Star quarterback, star running back, star wide receiver. Buffalo had that, and they made it to straight uh, four straight yep. Super Bowls. Um, I think it was Jim Rome was saying that that position is now quarterback, wide receiver, and a corner. So like you, like you need to have a shutdown corner because there's so many good wide receivers. And now coming up, is going to be that pass rush, that edge yeah. rusher. Because I think receiver is becoming less and less important as the pass game gets more and more. Roethlisberger had... Wide receivers are getting way more important. Roethlisberger had completions to six different receivers. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Like we're talking about how much of an impact you actually make. Mm-hmm. I think like a superstar pay crazy big contract receiver mm-hmm. isn't as important. I don't know. Like, uh, look, look what the Steelers did, and their their number one guy is Juju, mm-hmm. who's good. Yeah, but he's no Antonio. Bra- he's not like back when they had. An, they mm-hmm. lost their star receiver and didn't replace him with anybody. Yeah, you know for sure. Mean? For sure, they just promoted number two. Yeah. Juju's still kind of number two. Number two, he is a number two. Yeah. So like, and they still made it that far, and it, I, and like it, it had a lot to do with how dog shit their run game was. I think they could have gone way better if they didn't have such a terrible run game. So, like, their mediocre receiver crew is more than enough. Look what Rodgers is doing. He's got a fairly mediocre receiving core that he's making look great. Oh, he's got a really good receiving core. Yeah, but he also makes them look really fucking good. He does, for sure. But Devontae Adams is, like, a top three wide receiver in the league. Everybody to you is a top three receiver in the league. Everyone you've talked about so far is a top something. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. I'll admit, I'm There's, way more into the UFC than I am any other sport. Yeah, and I'm way more into the NFL than I am in the UFC. But There's three clear-cut best 
wide receivers in the NFL, and Devontae is one of them. Yeah, but I think a a lot of that has to do with uh, Green Bay is one of the best uh, offensive lines in the league. Yeah. Roethlisberger's, um, Rodgers is really good, even though I think he's overrated. He's still really good. Yeah. I think both things can be true. I think he's overrated, and I think he's really good. Yeah, but like... You hear these people, like Green Bay fans especially, that's why I say they're kind of the earth. <laughs> you hear them talk about him like he's the second coming of fucking Joe Montana or something. Yeah. He's not even the best of his era of playing. Yeah, but that that's... How can he be best all time? He's not even... He's barely top five of his era. He's no, really, know. really good. I know. But, but he's barely squeaking how many, in the top five. How many rings would Carl Malone have if it wasn't for Jordan? Doesn't matter. Who talks about Carl Malone anymore? Doesn't matter. Well, I know, but Carl Malone's the second highest scoring player ever in the Carl, league. No, he's he's number two in in total points scored. I thought I went in three. NBA history. Oh, goes and Shaq is four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he's if great. it wasn't for Jordan, he's an all time great. No, for, no, for sure. For Jordan, so you can't you can't blame. He's not better than Jordan. He's but but Brady. Yeah, okay. But Rodgers yeah, is playing he, he at the is, same time as Brady. He is on the level of all time great, Carl Malone. For, oh, for sure he is. For sure he's he is on the list of all time. But I don't know. Do you have Rodgers on the list of all time great? No. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. I, no, no. Sorry, I do. I do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's overrated. He everyone is, talks about him like he's an all time great. I, he, I think he is an all time. I think he is really, really, really fucking good. I think he's had the benefit of really good receivers, really, really good offensive lines. And I, I think he's bit like he's like I say, he also helps them out. He also elevates his receivers and stuff. But I think he's what what, what what's the one that I always bring up when his backup came in and broke records? Yeah, that whatever Michael Flynn guy, whatever yeah. the guy's name was. Kim comes in and breaks NFL records, the backup. Yeah. So you tell me that Roger just Rogers he had, had like five hundred passing. Rogers had a fantastic game. season, <laughs> but so did his fucking backup. His backup could have had a fantastic season too. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he's yeah. that great. Yeah. And then Seattle signed. That doesn't mean he's bad. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying he's benefiting from having greatness around him too. He's always had a really good offense, and that's all. Yeah, yeah. That's no, not a knock sure. against him. Like for LeBron sure. playing forever is not a knock against him. I'm not. In, it's not. Poor you. You had a good team. Yeah, but, but you're just. Every everyone kind of just elevates there in Green Bay, so I think he's he comes off as better than he actually is, and it pisses me off that people don't see it. <laughs> and then shit like this game happened, and I'm like, see, what is it? Fucking one in five in NFC yeah, championships yeah. now. Tom one Brady has the same amount of NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, <laughs> well, 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 what's he's Rogers played one season one in, in the five or something. I think so. Yeah. And he has, or up until this game, I don't know if it's still true after this game. He had more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. People are saying, like, he, he always outplayed them, and he had put up 27 points in all of the games. But, again, the numbers don't mean anything. <laughs> they do to a certain extent. To a certain and, and then in the playoffs, they mean less. for sure, yeah. In the playoffs, they even, the, the stats mean less in the playoffs. Yeah, because it's all about just winning. It's all about just winning, and who's the best winner? This, that ends up proving itself usually in the stats. Like, Jordan playoff numbers are retarded. Yeah. Gretzky's playoff numbers are retarded. Winners, Brady's playoff numbers. But in the playoffs, it matters. It's just who's who wins, wins. Yeah. Like the winners win, I mean. Yeah. The Brady's. Yeah, guys. yeah, for sure. It'll for show sure. up in the stats, but the stats don't really matter in the playoffs. Where Rodgers fuck up, put up 27, whatever the fuck he put up. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You he, need, we needed you to march the field, and you didn't. And then we needed you to march the field, and you didn't. And then we needed you to march the field, and you didn't. 
three interceptions, mm-hmm. three, two field goals and a nothing. I, I agree, but the, the, the counter-argument to that is for his whole season, for, I mean, sorry, for his whole career, he's only ever once had a top 10 defense. The year he had a top 10 defense, he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think he's good. So they, they haven't done bad. anything to help him out either. On the, on, the defense, on, the, on the defensive side. Yeah, of the well, because they put all of their focus into helping him on the offensive side. Yeah. But it's, it's, the, same as, it's the same thing I say for, for uh, Drew Brees. How do you have an all-time great quarterback for his entire career? Granted, Drew Brees was a couple seasons in San Diego first, but the entire prime of his career, and you only got one. You only got one Super Bowl out of him. Yeah, do, like organization, do something better. Yeah. You see what all the Green Bay fans who own the team and are like, yeah, fuck yeah, Devontae Adams. No, like. Pay to get someone good on defense. Yes, and win Super Bowl. Do the Dallas Cowboys and just pay the fines for paying too much money and get one couple of contracts that you can <clears throat> lock down a couple of good players on defense and try yeah. and win a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. Pay when, the overage fee, like yeah. Fucking, uh, but when you had the best linebacker name? in the league in Clay Matthews, when he was when he was the best linebacker in the league, hmm. you won the Super Bowl. Go. No, that's part of the reason why I hate go him so much because it was against Pittsburgh. <laughs> go get a I'm good defensive blind. player. I am biased. That is a good reason. That is a good chunk of why I hate them so much. <laughs> but I do. I think people put Aaron Rodgers on a pedestal that he doesn't belong on. And I think time and time again he proves it in the NFC Championship. And I really think, like, I don't want to make too big of a deal out of the not scoring or whatever on those three plays. But, like, that's what we're talking about where the stats don't matter. That's what we're talking about where, like, you need to get it done. Just get it done. Yeah. No, that, like that aspect for sure, 100%. I would even... If the roles are reversed, let's, let's like say I'm, this. I'm literally playing devil's advocate. Like, yeah, I know. But let's just, say... Because I, I kind of agree with you. I don't 100%, but like let's, 75% I'm with you. Let's say it's a really close game, mm-hmm. and Rodgers throws three interceptions in a row. Mm-hmm. What do you think Tom's doing? Tom's scoring three touchdowns in a row. Tom's at least putting up 14, and I'd be willing to put a good bet that he's at least putting up 14. I'd say there's... Three possessions in a row, there's a like 98% chance it's at least 17. Two touchdowns and a field goal. Exactly. Most likely, maybe, maybe even a higher percentage chance that it's just three touchdowns. That it's just 21 points. Uh, yeah. yeah, 21 points. 21 right. points. I don't have that same confidence in Rodgers. So I don't think he deserves to be on any kind of pedestal. I don't know, man. He's the best Hail Mary thrower ever. Heck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Again, if he's the best Hail Mary, throw them throw a Hail Mary in a game that counts and win a real important game. Yeah. Hail Mary's against the Detroit Lions who are 0 15. They love don't, those. Don't count. Yes. They also love those. How many can we throw in one game? You know that was a legit concern from Bill's Mafia this season? What? That they're bad at. Was our Hail Mary defense. Yes. Everyone was freaking out. Because it was like two weeks in a row. Hopkins caught one or something. Hopkins caught one to win against Arizona. That was wild. That was a wild When you watch the replay and it's literally three sets of hands in a row. And the ball just kind of lands on the one in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. All three of the Bills defensive players, they're fucked up. Yeah. Like not one of them did the very first rule that you learn. Like I was gonna say, I don't understand why anyone does. Yeah, in junior football, don't go for the ball. Just well, as soon as he touches it, knock it out of his hands or yes, get in his way. Yes, 
Don't try and catch the ball. Don't let him catch it. Like, exactly. exactly. You, you gotta focus won. on not letting him catch yes. it versus you catching it. Yes. And they all went and tried they to catch it. They all tried to get an interception. Interception doesn't matter. Yeah. Step one, swat the ball away. Step two, swat it out of his hands if he is going to catch it. Yeah, exactly. And Like the best thing you could possibly do is like volleyball. Jump in there and spike it into the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The play's over. <laughs> it's, it's a touchback. Yep. <laughs> fucking idiots. And then the weekend after, I forget who it was, but they caught a Hail Mary completion against Buffalo. But it was only it only landed on like the five yard line, so they didn't actually score a touchdown until but still, like like. But they still allowed a completion, and then like two plays later they scored. But Buffalo was up by so much that it didn't. They still gave up a hail mary. They, catch. Still, they still gave up a hail mary catch, and everybody like Bills Mafia was wild. I just, like again, I don't. That's <laughs> the one thing. Another reason why I really like the Steelers, they don't do. They dumb never shit. do that. They, they don't never do dumb do that. shit. Yeah. Like when back when, um, like you never have the sorry, you never have the controversy of who's gonna do anything exactly. Like oh, they should have, they shouldn't have kicked that field goal. They should have went for it, or no, they should have kicked the field. Like the Steelers make the right choice every single time. Yeah, in their prime, they know that they're kicking the field goal, putting up three. Our defense is gonna stop you. We'll kick, put up three again. We'll yeah. just keep doing this all game. Yeah, they win the battle of the. They win the things that like. On the stat sheet, add up to, like, fractions of points and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if you win the time of possession battle, your offense is going to score three points per game more. And if you win the third down <laughs> conversion battle, your offense will, like, the, those, like, metric stats, they dominate all of those. Third down conversions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Third down stoppages. Yeah, 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 take yeah. away plus minus. Points off of yeah. point differential of uh, turnover differential. Like, they win all of those battles. Field position. Yeah, yeah, no. Which just add up to points 100%. at the end of the day. They own that. Yeah. Even if it did, like three possessions in a row, they don't add up to points, but three possessions in a row you're starting on your own four and they're starting on their own thirty five. It's gonna eventually work in your favor. And they crush Yeah, yeah no exactly games. exactly that's what I like about that's it. how you get to that that's how you get rookie Ben Roethlisberger uh, uh Super Bowl. Exactly. Not technically rookie, that's right he was like second season technically second season. but um but, um, like, in their prime then, back when Roethlisberger was doing that, you, you wanted to throw Hail Mary? Okay, we have Troy Palomalu uh, and Heinz Ward. They put, like, receivers yeah, in that shit. Yeah, yeah. And they would just put everyone all on the goal line and... We're going to stop it. We're going to stop it. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, it's so basic. <laughs> I don't, like, lots of times teams and stuff, they, like, outthink and outcoach themselves. Just do the thing. Do the thing. That, do the right thing. Do the thing that everybody wants. Yes. Everyone's like, yeah. Just do the thing and do it right and who cares? Yeah. When you do the right thing, people just go, of course. And yes. do the thing that makes people go, of course. Yes. Of course you did that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Steelers, it's third and one. Give the ball to Jerome Bettis. Course. course. What does he do? Get one yard. <laughs> All right, see you. Go to the bench. We'll bring you back out next time we yeah. need you. We're going to put in quick Willie. Yeah. What did what what's the best Steelers stat there? Jerome Bettis three touchdowns Sounds one yard. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. A that shows that he's a beast. Short yardage, he's a monster. That's one thing that that. <laughs> Two, 
It proves that the Steelers don't give a flying fuck about the person. <laughs> they care about the points. <laughs> Willie will run for 99 yards, and they'll give it to Big yeah. Ben. Uh, they'll give it to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to Jerome on the half-yard half yard line. line. Three, yeah. to- three times in the same game. Yeah, and three, they just do the thing. <laughs> the, what you're supposed to do, they just do it right. Like Shaquille O'Neal backing you down, flip it like the little baby hook. He can turn around and put his hands over his mouth. Hey, this is what I'm doing. And then do it and no one's <laughs> going to stop. Do it, yeah. 100%. Roethlisberger's standing in line of scrimmage. Ro- Jerome Bettis is running right here. <laughs> Snap the ball and hand him it and then get the first down. It doesn't, if you're doing your job right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So just do the right thing. But like... The Steelers would go to the line of scrimmage knowing that they were running off of the, the guard. Yeah. The defense would come to the line knowing that Jerome Bettis is running off of either guard. Off of the right guard, the but we're coming at you. They always did the zone run. So it was up on either side of the center, on yeah. either side of the guard. Like They yeah. always did a zone run because they had a retarded offensive line too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, and just that that's what it just drives me crazy when you see teams not just doing the right thing. Yeah. The Bills for the longest time did not do the right thing. It's not hard. <laughs> just do it. Do you know how many times I would watch their games and be like Why? 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 <laughs> we literally like we were we were the Bills in twenty ten. Zero prospects. Zero reason to be excited for the game. You're Do you have right. any conceivable yeah. reason for getting out of bed yeah, in the morning? George Costanza. <laughs> Do you have anything on the horizon? Yeah. And it was nothing. The Do answer was... Do you have any conceivable reason for getting out of bed in the morning? What is his response? Uh, what is his response? I like to I, read I like the paper. The, I like to read the paper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like his other line. Uh, oh, yeah. Love a good nap. Sometimes the only thing getting me out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I like reading the paper. <laughs> but I forget what I was talking about when the Bills... Uh... Ah, well. They had zero prospects. Oh, yeah. When we, when we veered off into Seinfeld. <laughs> See, like I was saying before, I would love it if we could also be famous, because that, that's a big help. But someone asked Adam Carolla, who they say is like the godfather of podcasting. He's like the first ever to do it. Mm-hmm. They say like, how do you start a podcast? And he goes, step one, be famous. <laughs> <laughs> so like, obviously it really helped. But like, let's say Dream World. Like, Two Bears, One Cave, Bert Kreischer, Tom Segura, two of my favorite comedians, start a podcast. They already have 100,000 da- downloads. When it's just because they already have that, they already, they already have, have their that following. own respective comedy yeah. with that following, they have yeah. all of those stuff, and they just put it out there like, "I want an intro song, an outro song," and the fans just put it all in, like send it to them, and they can just use it and stuff. Yeah, that would like, be dope. That'd be so sick if we could ever get to a level. <laughs> Bro, if someone sent us a music clip and was like, "Here." Use this for your intro. Wouldn't that be wild? I'd be like... <laughs> like, if I could be at that level. Like, yeah. Because we're, we're sitting here trying to figure out how to do the audio, trying to figure out how to do all that kind of stuff. And, like, they were doing that, too, and they're both morons, and they both just go, like, hey, help us. And people just help them for people free. Just people help. who are really good at it just help them. Yeah. Because, like I was saying earlier, like, wouldn't it be sick if we could have, like, an intro song that was, like, hip-hop and Seinfeld? Like, the Seinfeld boom, 
like yeah. that kind of crazy yeah. shit, but done hip hop style. If I knew anything about music, I would have an <laughs> intro to this episode and it'd be that. <laughs> yeah, and we put funny clips that we Yeah, like that basically we have just said. steal two bears one day. <laughs> He's Ben McNeil. But it, I'm Riley McNeil. <laughs> but it'd be like uh from uh from last last episode. Um Speak about uh Talking about a boy. Talking talk, about looking like a boy. Talking about looking like a boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did look like a boy. <laughs> well, at least this time it took us 52 minutes to get here. <laughs> Instead of seven. <laughs> We're changing the name. It's going to be Transgender in the UFC <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we seem to always land we back. We circle back here somehow every time. <laughs> No, so I like the fa- I like the idea of just talking shit like we just were, like just normal sports talk. Go get stoned and talk about sports like we always do. Yeah, and then I like maybe at the end or like when we start running out of things to talk about, we can kind of just go like Jim Rome style. Give me your hot take. Yeah, and either you or because right now nobody knows who we are, of course. Mm-hmm. So it'll be you. Or me giving a hot take. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe I, in 10 years when we have 50 listeners, maybe they will give us a hot take or something. <laughs> you want to talk about the, the hot take that we got about the player that we didn't know <laughs> for the award that we didn't know about either? What was Remember this? The, oh, from the, TikTok? The, the yeah. comment on TikTok? I read it. What is it? <laughs> I read it. M-B-A-P-P-E. Yeah. Mbap. Mbop deserved toddy. <laughs> I liked it because someone said something, but I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, I'm literally. I don't know the what that means. The first thing that came in my head was the Hanson brothers. Mbop, yeah, bop, 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 toddy. So I looked it up. I think it's like Mbappe. Yeah. Because he's super African. Yeah, okay, okay, because I've heard Mbappe before, but I've never seen it spelt out on a screen. I don't want to assume that's what it is. It's got to be Mbappe. That, that might be, like be racist nowadays. <laughs> I just make it sound African. Oh, this guy's really black. I'm sure his name's Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe Rafiki, I thought was his name. Like, I don't, I don't want to assume, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Mbappe, and T-O-T-Y is Team of the Year. Oh, so he should have been on that. It's it's for FIFA. that top eleven. It's for FIFA. He should have been on that top eleven team of the year. Do you know, do you know who did make top eleven? Canadian, Alfonso Davies. I don't know who that is. I don't really watch soccer. He's like a. I think he plays. I don't really watch soccer either. But they say he's like, he plays like backfield, so like the last line of defense mm-hmm. kind of thing. But he, I think he plays on the wing, so. He he attacks a lot. Like he's good. He's good offensively. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I know about that is when I play FIFA, I like to take that guy and run forever and try and get across <laughs> into the box. That's the extent of my, my football knowledge. Yeah, what and when we play on the same team, I just try and head yes, it in. Yes, one of us run. One of us runs with that guy. One of us runs to the opposite end of the box and try and go for a header or a bicycle kick. Green Street Hooligans. Today is football day. <laughs> That's all I know about football. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm like, Mbop should be toddy. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> I love the comment, but <laughs> I don't know what, what the fuck do I do about that? I'm not like, <laughs> the, so I have like another TikTok account where I just comment funny things on stuff. Yeah. 
And someone responded to my comment in Dutch. Nice. I figured it out because I put it in Google Translate, and I actually had a conversation with this person in Dutch. We switched back to English, but it's kind of like a cool interaction. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Also random, but yeah, pretty it's cool. random, but also cool. But when I first read that, I thought maybe this person was like switching in between languages or something. <laughs> I legitimately, I had no, I, I had never seen, heard, seen it spelled, heard anything of this Mbappe or Mbappe. <laughs> I never, so that was news to me and T-O-T-Y, but it was all capitalized. Yeah. I no idea what anything. I knew it, I knew it had to stand for an award, but I couldn't figure out what the first T was. Because like, Every, okay, every I figured it was of the year. Of the year. So I'm trying to figure out what T means. Apparently that's like their first team. All but, and so any, and anything stuff. I ever Googled said team of the year. Yeah, me too. So. Apparently like, like in NBA, you get first team all whatever. Yeah, exactly. So Mbop <laughs> <laughs> didn't get on team of the year based on that comment. Yeah. And he probably deserves he probably to be on deserved it. I don't know. I don't know. That's another one of my hot takes. We don't, I don't watch soccer because Canada has their own version. We just call it hockey. <laughs> You want to watch a bunch of neutral zone turnovers? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know it's like our sport and everyone loves it, but oh, my God. Yeah. I don't. I know it's a hot take, but that is one boring-ass sport. <laughs> I went, I, I went, no, I don't, hockey. I, I don't find hockey boring. I went to a game with my girlfriend, Brittany. Mm-hmm. It was one nothing. The amount of turnovers that I watched happen is like five, six years ago. Shitty-ass Ottawa. Against mm-hmm. shitty ass like Florida or something. Yeah. It was boring as hell. There wasn't a lot of big hits. How many? Zero fights. It was boring as hell. Yeah. I would say, on average, a turnover every 22 seconds. Yeah. Uh, that's soccer, how, man. But how many times say, so you like watching football? Oh, yeah. How many times do they just turn around, hand it off to the guy? He gains maybe one, two yards in the thing, back into the huddle. Mm-hmm. I'm two yards, not like yeah, and that, he that's the, it. He, a, that's the most common play. Is that is it. that run right behind the guard? That's most common yes. play in football. But there's an end to it. Yeah, there's a time. But you it. still watch football. Yes, knowing that something else is going to there's going to be an exciting play. There's eventually there's going to be an eighty yard. But touchdown there's like pass. a time limit until there's an exciting play. Mm-hmm. If you have a boring drive, I have a boring drive. You have a boring drive. There's they're they're going to end three and out over. See ya. Mm-hmm. Hockey, over. See ya. Over. See ya. Over. See ya. Oh, all, all it is, you're, you're, all it is, is over. See ya. Back and forth. Back and forth. Back and forth. Over. See ya. You get into their zone. One pass interception. They bring it up to your end. One pass interception. Bring it up to there. And one pass interception. Yeah. Those guys' hand-eye coordination's retarded. The pass comes by. Slap it out of the air. And I was going back the other way. And then it's like, oh, is he gonna do something? No. Oh, is it? No. Uh, it was so. No, much but it's but it's worth boring. it for when they do. But they scored one goal. Mm-hmm. So it happened one time. And, and sometimes it's it happened not. happened once. Yeah. And what is it? An hour? An hour? An hour and a half? What is it? Yeah. 20 minutes? 20, 20 40, 60, three, an hour? 20, yeah. Three 20 minute periods, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I just, I don't even hate but hockey. But you get like, like. all of my takes. I don't hate Rodgers. I think he's really good. I just think he's overrated. I don't even hate hockey. It's just by far my least favorite sport of all of them. Playoff hockey is insane. Yeah. It's a different sport. Playoff hockey is like I'll watch, I'll watch hockey. I'll watch a hockey game over a baseball game. I don't really watch either. Yeah. But if I had to choose, I'd watch. If I had the, to choose, I'd take baseball. Yeah. I would watch football first by far. UFC probably second. 
There's nothing beats the excitement of a fight, man. I'd have UFC number one. There's nothing beats a fight of an excitement of a fight. Yeah, I would still, I'd still watch football first because there's fights like uh, Usman Masvidal that like nothing happens and it's really boring for 15 minutes. Yeah, but there's more than one fight on the card. Yeah, against fighters that I don't care about. Not all the time. Because they're making their cards worse and worse. No, they're just they're just more fighters. Like this Connor one, they had to slap together sort of, kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. But there was still uh, <coughs> Mahmoud put the guy in the chick made that guy do the chicken dance. Yeah, no, That's for sure, for fight. sure, they got lucky that these fights turned out to be exciting. I don't think they got lucky. I've, I think it's an exciting sport. Like I'm, I'm, like I'm just it. above an average fan of the UFC. Yeah, right. Like just above. I know a little bit more than the average yeah, person. Yeah. Not much. I've never heard of anybody until McGregor. You Poirier. Poirier. No, that that's what I mean. Those are the only two fighters I've heard. Oh, okay. I've never heard of Mahmoud. I've no, never heard of this other. I'm guy. a pretty big UFC fan. I've never I, heard. I don't even. I still I've don't even know their names. Only ever heard of Mahmoud because I've heard Mahmoud people before. that I yeah. It's not a name you forget. Mm-hmm. But I never saw anything of him. Never saw him fight. Never saw a highlight. Never saw an interview. Never saw anything of him. But uh, I just think it's an exciting sport. That's why you're getting exciting finishes and exciting fights. Like Dana said, for the 2020... It's definitely the, geared towards excitement. For the for 2020, the UFC really didn't have any flops. They're basically batting 1,000. I would say the Usman Masvidal... Was that 2020? Was a loss, yeah. That was during the lockdown. Was it? Yeah. It was very early then. Because the lockdown's been going on forever. So yeah. I guess it was very early then. Yeah, it was, it was like summertime. It was like... It was what, like a but few there was months. Fights ago. on that card. It was only was a there? few months ago. No. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. That yeah, me can't too. Be, that can't be right. Uh, like a thousand percent. No. So it was in the fall of 2020. Pretty sure. UFC. Uh, Jorgi Masvidal. Masvidal. Kamaru. Usman. It was July 11th, 2020. So it was in the summer of 2020. Yeah. Okay, but who else was on that card? Because... Let's see. <clears throat> because I think that was a good card other than that fight. I think I remember us saying that. That we... Uh... Oh, yeah, that was the Volkov-Holloway fight. Where Holloway got robbed. Oh, I Where he yeah. sat Volkov down three times and still lost the fight. Yeah. So it was a good card. Yeah. And then the Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater card, three knockouts in a row, and then it capped off with the, I'm the best boxer in the UFC, baby. <laughs> that was the three knockouts in a row, and then that yeah. fight. Yeah. So like, the rest of the card was so Masvidal Usman was the obviously the main event. The boring main event. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Yeah, we said where Holloway got robbed because he beat up yeah. Volkanovsky and then lost. Jose Aldo against Peter Pan or Peter <laughs> Peter Yan. Yeah, Peter Yan starched him, I think. Oh yes, this is one we we picked Nama Nama No, Yunus. no, it wasn't that one. What we did pick Nama Yunus, we, but that's not the one we were talking about. Where she it was Jessica. Oh, no, that is Jessica Andrade. Yeah. No, it was, it was Paige Van Zandt, Amanda Hibas. Remember yeah. we said Amanda Hibas lost in the shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then she, she goes out and beats the shit out of her. Like, oh, no, 
she's actually good. And I just had never heard of Amanda Hibas before. The funny thing is, I'd never heard of uh, Paige Van Zandt. I had. That's why I thought no, you were gonna fuck her up. But like, Cause I haven't. I hadn't heard of her from the UFC. I saw her on Hell's Kitchen. She was a dinner guest on one of the <laughs> Hell's Kitchen things. She's kind of a piece. Yeah, she she's kind of a piece for sure. That Paige Van Zandt <laughs> one piece of ace. I know from experience. But still fuck her up, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it came down to it. <laughs> I mean, All like, right. if if, uh, if push comes to so- shove, do you want to do one more comment? I don't know, man. Like, I don't. do we have more comments? Yeah. Because I'll do as many as we can. I'll do all of them. Okay. So Colin tweeted us and said, NBA players are the most athletic of any pro sport. Colin is in our brother? Colin is in our brother. And liked and agreed upon by his wife, Daniela. That what? NBA players are the most athletic of any pro sport. Oh, yeah, by far, by no. far and away. No. I'd say uh, a wide receiver well, or a quarter. What about soccer players who run marathons every game? Like, I think, I think actually, what I, what I think is, is better, like... But I think it's athlete... You have, to, you have to define athlete. Like, you have to define athleticism. Yeah. I think... The most athletic people are professional rugby players. The most athletic people are like people who do shot put and stuff in the Olympics. No, no, but like like rugby players are big, fast. They can move quick. They they essentially play football, right? Like yeah, I agree. But I also like I, but like also we don't care about rugby, so we don't watch rugby. I couldn't tell you any. But also, like, like a lot of the world cares about rugby, but a lot also no, they don't. Yeah. But like you're not going to tell me that there's that there, at at any time uh, there's someone more athletic than Deion Sanders. I think like there's no one more athletic than, than Russell Westbrook. The yeah. dude can run faster than all of those people. He can jump higher than all of those people, and he has to stop and start and change direction faster and more often than all of those people. Even more like a receiver does what one maybe two moves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where he has to be able I to guarantee you, break down and change direction. Like, Russell, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook has to sprint, I, break down and change direction 40 times every, every 10 on, minutes. Every on. five, every one minute. I wonder if Russell Westbrook uh, 40-yard dash. There's no way he's like a 4-2-40. And wide receivers in the NFL, they're all 4-3, 4-4s. There's no way he's not... He's gonna. He's gonna. Of course not. They're faster than him, so he he's not faster than NFL I, I, players. He's on in short bursts. I'd say he's very very close. Also, he doesn't. Have ah, fuck leads. that. <laughs> Russell Westbrook ran a three point oh eight. Okay, so he's also faster. Than <laughs> he also doesn't have cleats. Yeah, it's probably so worth mentioning. Well, probably didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. His, but that's also unofficial. Yeah. But he also doesn't have cleats. Where cleats definitely help you with the stopping, starting, changing direction. Not taking anything away from no, the football no, no. players. Like, like, it's the same thing as wearing basketball shoes on a basketball court. No. Basketball shoes help you cut on the court. Not as, they don't dig into the hardwood. No. But Cleats you don't, actually are you, don't need, you don't need to dig into the hardwood to It would help if cut. you could. To stop, to be able to actually have spikes that grip the ground, definitely help you stop. That's not even yeah. No, no, for sure it helps you stop. So when you gotta run and change direction, and there's a, Russell gets a steal and he stops and change defense, he's always changing direction. the The change of direction is a really athletic thing to do, which NBA players have to do literally constantly. 
jump higher than all of those guys by far and away. And apparently is unofficially faster than most of them. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I don't even know if that's true or not, but I would definitely say from a stop, run the first five yards, my money's on Russ against basically all of them. Basically anyone in the NFL. i got to put, because it depends on how you define athleticism, because football players are definitely stronger yeah. when it comes to the contact part. But I think overall I would have to agree where basketball players are probably the most all-around athletes in of all professional sports. Soccer players are better conditioned. Yeah. Rugby players are better conditioned. Soccer soccer is at the bottom of my list for like best overall athletes. They do literally like run a marathon a game. No, like they, yeah, no, exactly, like they exactly, miles and exactly. Miles. But I don't think if like, you actually like track the player, he runs yeah, for like some of them run like like ten kilometers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, in a game. But so I don't. Like, I don't. I don't. It's athletic. Yeah, like incredibly. Athletic. I don't. I don't consider people who complete the Boston Marathon in the best athletes of all time. Like, I don't consider marathon runners, like, super sick. But it's very athletic to be able to run a marathon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. So I'm just saying, soccer players probably have the best conditioning, and that's that's impressive in its own right, but I don't think it's a measurement for all-around athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but like I mean, it's like this comment this guy left. It says, um, ice hockey... Is the hardest sport. Couldn't disagree more. Why? It is the hardest sport to play. Not even close. Yeah. Because skates are the ultimate equalizer. You put any you put yeah, and they anybody their, on skates. They don't actually use their hands. They can't use their balance. They have the best hand-eye coordination of any sport. Far and away. They get laid out every it's gotten way softer. Like you have to be tough. It's gotten way softer. It's gotten softer, but you still have to be tough to play hockey. Of course. Like it's like we were saying about running backs. Like I, I would quit just because the guy, like when he, the guy tried to make a tackle, the the face mask the rubbing against play? my arm, the routine play that he just yes hands the ball to referee would kill me. Yes. If you ate one of those shots in the so these guys, fight, see ya. Yeah, these guys are standing in front of the net, and the guy cross checks them in the back. Yeah, of course, and he stands there. Of course, you have to be tough to play in the NHL. No, obviously, of course, you're, you're you're crazy if you think otherwise. So I think it's definitely the for me. It's like a hundred percent the hardest sport to play. I think my secret pick for a hardest sport to play. This why would I'll debate other ones, but my actual like dark horse to pick for the toughest sport to play is golf. That's a good one. Golf is the most, like, intrinsic, like, it's all inside you. It's all, it's this weird, you got to move your body perfectly the same way every time in this weird, unnatural style of motion. You literally have control for that .003 seconds that the ball is on your club face. Yeah. That's, like... The only sport of all the sports where the ball doesn't move. Yeah. And, uh... Forget who it was, Bill Burr, but I forget who he was talking to. And he's there a bunch of professional athletes, and they all said the hardest sport to play is golf because it's all played in your mind, where the ball doesn't move. So you hit the ball, it stays there, and yeah. like Tiger's walking the course, so it's three hundred yards away. It's not moving. You have to walk three hundred yards, yards, thinking about the whole in front of hundreds of thousands and millions watching at home, yeah. thinking about your shot. And you know in golf, you've played golf. If you tee up in front of the old guys that let you play through, you get in your own head. <laughs> if you're the first drive of the day in front of your buddies. It gets you inside your own head. Yeah, yeah. So imagine sure. all of that with all of those all of those factors. And we again, you've played golf. If you 
in that split second where the club touches the ball, if your hands aren't perfect, if your weight isn't perfect, if your hips aren't perfect, if your head's not down, if all yeah. of these things, it's not going to be the good. It's not going to be a good shot. And then the margin of error is so small because you're hitting it two hundred yards. If you're off by a fraction of an inch, by the time you get two hundred yards from now, you're, you're sixty yards off to the left or right. Exactly, exactly. Or if you're putting slice on it, you're. Gonzo. Yeah, but like this this guy says, the hardest thing to do in all of sports is hit a baseball. I'd say hitting a curveball is probably the hardest thing in all of sports. Yeah. To hit a home run is next to impossible. Yeah. I, would, I, would I saw sports science on it. Me too. It but takes like .6 seconds for the ball to get there or something like that. It takes your brain .3 of those seconds to figure to out. register that he's throwing that it. That he's throwing it. And then you have like the blink of an eye to react to see if it's a good pitch or because a bad the, pitch. the last 30 feet, because of the way your head is angled, it can't move Well, because fast of the speed enough. of it too. Your your eyes can't Your eyes keep up. can't move fast enough. So for the, it's like the last like 20 feet or something, you're blind. Yeah. So from the time that he registers that he's throwing, he has to read what kind of pitch it's going to be and then get his bat there on time. Mm-hmm. And because he only has that brief moment because before he can't see because it's a, the pitcher's wind up. Afterwards, he can't see because the ball's coming in too fast. Exactly. And the whole thing only doesn't take less than two <laughs> seconds. So he's got a very, very, very narrow margin yeah. of being perfect. That would be, I think that would be one of my highest, like, one of the feelings I would want to experience the most of any sport would be hitting like a walk-off home run, I think would be sicker than doing like, I agree. Anything in any other sport. Probably. A walk-off home run to win, like, the World Series, well, I think would to be... To win anything. Yeah. Like, a walk-off home run would be dope as well. Yeah. To win beer league baseball. <laughs> yeah, if we were on the butts, yeah. a walk-off home run would be dope. But, uh, but um, I think if I could do anything in sports, it would be to consistently, every time, be able to drive the ball like a professional golfer. Yeah. If I could Dustin, if I could Dustin Johnson, to drive every time, you're telling me I can put a ball on a tee and accurately every time hit it three twenty and have it land exactly where have I it land to, exactly like where I wanted to. That's what I, I think. That'd be the number yeah. one thing I could do in all sports. It used to be dunking, but now I think it's out of the tee box and actual drive. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. That would be dope. Last comment. Okay, Last comment. Anything else? It's from uh, Danny. Danny is in Daniela. As in yeah, Danny. so that's what we're going to have to introduce the two listeners that we have who are my girlfriend <laughs> and us. We're going to have to introduce us to Colin and Daniela because we keep referring to them. That's yeah. our brother and his. Colin's the third wife. brother, most likely going to show up here multiple times. Hopefully. Hopefully. And his wife, Daniela. Daniela. So her comment on our latest TikTok video was. LeBron James would not be fun slash chill at a house party while playing beer pong. Mm, good would, take. He would not be fun to have on a beer pong team. Good take. Probably. Probably not. He'd probably try and teach me social justice values. He'd probably make me nail halfway <laughs> through the game. He'd probably make me wear a dress. Yeah. <laughs> no, he... Uh, no, that's... I mean... He just, like... I'd like I mean, to I'm meet, sure Jordan I'd like would to. suck to play beer pong. <laughs> yeah, because Jordan would beat the shit out of you if miss you missed Shotty <laughs> slap you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Kobe R.A.P. He'd be the worst <laughs> beer pong partner. Yeah. I don't know. LeBron's more bitch than those guys. Maybe he'd be a good one. <laughs> you know, he's like best friends with everybody. Yeah. Because he know. likes Taco Tuesday. Because <laughs> he's more of a bitch than those guys. 
<laughs> so maybe it'd be a good beer pong team to have, teammate to have. Because he just wants to be everyone's friend. He just wants to be your friend. Imagine being friends with LeBron. James. But he'd be the worst to have because, like, let's say it's me and LeBron against you and Danny. If I'm taking me and Danny if all day. If you guys won, the next game would be me against you, LeBron, and Danny. <laughs> he would just change teams. He's like, oh, these guys are good. I'm going to go play with them. So yeah. it might be a bad team. He would assign you two part. Like, don't, don't worry. I'll make it fair going the other way. Mm-hmm. You can play with these two guys. I'm going to go play with these I'm going to go play with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> we would call Kevin Durant and the, 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 he would come to the house party and play. Where's Kyrie? Whatever LeBron goes, Kyrie's not far behind. Yo, D-Wade, you free tonight? <laughs> Want to play some beer pong? Want to play some beer pong? I just lost. <laughs> I need to get a good team together. My teammate is Anderson Verichel. <laughs> I'm not going to win one beer pong game or two beer pong games or three beer pong games. <laughs> uh, he would be a table flipper if he lost. Yeah. He'd flip the table over and be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> or he'd be like, I'm making tacos. <laughs> I fucking hate LeBron. No, I actually don't. I like him as a basketball player. I just hate everything else. I hated the whole... Moving. I hated the fact that he kept beating OKC. I hated the whole changing teams. I hated the whole. Yeah, but that's how the, that's how the league was. He people people get mad at him for for building that that super team in Miami. I don't even really get mad but at him for it. it look just, at what it did. Like, look how the league reacted to that. Was everybody started doing it? Everybody no, but everybody had to go to the West. That's why the West got so good. Nobody in the East was coming to the championship. Nobody was going to beat if you, uh, Miami. If you wanted to play in the finals, you had to win the West. The West was already... The West has always kind of been a little better. Not really. Boston was always better. No. Yeah. Well, I guess they're... So they had the Lakers to compete with. Yeah, but I think... They, I think franchise-wise... like Yeah, and then Chicago. Like No, but I think even before LeBron did that, the West has always slightly better. And then it made it easier for those teams, those players to jump ship to the West teams and then take those West teams from being slightly better to being like, well, this is stupid. The West is way better. Yeah, but they, LeBron was winning more titles. Of course. Because he was the better player on the better yeah. team. He had the better support no, system. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for I think sure. Also, another one of my takes, Bosch is overrated. But, uh, like, he had... Bosch is a little overrated. He had yeah. D. Wade, who's dope as fuck. Let's get, circle back into transgenders and talk about his kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had D-Wade, who was dope as fuck, and he had uh, Ray Ray. Ray, yeah. Kyle Korver. Was he in Miami? At one point. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. I thought so. Well, okay, if not him, then he had another little... Mario Chalmers. But he's not white. I wouldn't <laughs> he ha- If not, he had another... He had another guy like that. I'm pretty sure it was him. I don't think I don't think Kyle Korver ever played in Miami. I don't know though. I don't know either. I'm gonna look it up. But um So who Cleveland. Yeah, Corver was in Cleveland. He wasn't in Miami with uh, Bosch D Wade. So no, I'm confused. I'm, there's another white dude in thing. So when I said Corver, I was like, no. That doesn't sound right, but there's another dude. That guy with all the tattoos there, Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have chaos or mayhem or something on his throat? <laughs> yeah. What? We're at, a, we're at what, an hour 20? Yeah. 
wrap it up? You want to cut it off? Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Good episode. Yeah. Follow us on every social media platform at WWATS Podcast. WWATS Podcast for everything. We want all the smoke. Like we said, give us your hot takes. Give us your controversial takes. Hear us debate. Debate with us. Like we, we love the comments. We would, if we ever got any, we would love to have that sort of interaction. Yeah. Give us your good takes. Give us your bad takes. Tell us what our good takes and what our bad takes are. Like we said, all things WWATS Podcast. We're going to have to come up with something like that, like T-Fat-K. Can we say Watts? Sounds stupid as fuck. Watts, Watts is not good. Watts, because it's W. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb as fuck. Watts, ain't, Watts isn't so bad. Watts isn't so bad. W-A-T-S isn't so bad, but W-W is tough. W-W-A-T-S. Yeah, but you can, you, you can still pronounce it. Even W-W-A-T-S isn't so bad. You can still pronounce it. I like it. that we want all the smoke, and it looks good when you have like W-W-A-T-S written out. Yeah. That looks good. WWATS, like at yeah. WWATS podcast. There's, that looks good. Yeah. So there's a K in the beginning of knife. Nobody cares yeah. how like, you spell it. Like we we say, can still pronounce it wax if we want, even though there's two true. W's. True. And like we said, they probably it probably sounded stupid as fuck when anyone first said T Fat K. Yeah. It still kind of sounds stupid as fuck. <laughs> they just made it cool. Yeah. If they weren't cool, it would still be <laughs> dumb as fuck. <laughs> T Fat K. <laughs> WWATS podcast for everything. Check us out. Bo. Bo.